Hello to today's episode. Welcome to Birding Conversations, which is a platform that we have discussions that not everyone wants to talk about, but it's important to speak about them and to listen to them. So my guest today, I'm very honored to have Suri Wallhandler. Suri is a mom for three, finished her bachelor's degree in psychology, and is a health coach. I've been speaking to Suri in the past a few times, and it's always fun to speak to you, Suri. You have so much to give, to offer. Your Instagram page rocks, so many followers, and you're all welcome to check it out. So, welcome. Thank and you. hi, Suri. It's an honor for me really to have you here today. And as a health coach, I think that on today's episode, I would like to focus, what is a health coach? What is it that you want to share with us? And how much is it needed in mom's well-being? Thank you, Esther, for the beautiful introduction. Um, it's such an honor to be here with you and Thank to you. be to have a platform where we can empower women to help them feel stronger and better about themselves and be the best they can be. So for me, my journey started when I went to, I went back, got back to school. I mean, I graduated high school, got married, had two kids, and then decided that I want to go to college and thinking that I want to go for special ed. Oh. Yeah. So That's a shift. That's a shift. Yeah. And the more classes I took on, um, psychology classes, the more excited I got on talk about psych and learning about the mind, the body connection, and just I was fascinated about how we function. It's amazing how the, the brain works and the neurotransmitters, the neurotransmitters yes. all different, the hormones and the feel-good hormones, endorphins. And I'm, I got all excited about all these terms that I'm like, to get to know about yourself. And so you have a little more awareness and control. And so when I was done with my BA, I was like, so what am I doing for master's? I wasn't sure. So I'm like, I'm taking a little break. And I had another baby, set my third, and I'm like, you know what? I love health and wellness. I'm going to get my license or certificate, I don't remember what it's called, but by IIN, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And that was like an online year course. Like, yeah. And it was amazing. But of course, you know that the, the experience you get is that the learning is through experience. So the For more sure. I was working with my clients, and I noticed that I saw a pattern that got me, got me excited because... I'm a human too, and I'm, I have my struggles when it comes to health and wellness and figuring out that balance, the mind, the body, the, you know, spirituality. And it's, they're so all connected. They're all connected. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. I got to delve into this a little more. So with time, you learn, you grow with each experience. And on myself and with my clients, and the more I would study and read books, I was just fascinated. And the one thing that I noticed that no one taught me, especially when I got married and had my first baby, is the importance of connecting with yourself how you feel so you know how to take care of yourself. And a lot of us are so disconnected with how our feelings, because like, put that aside, like, you know, our feelings suppress it. Our needs become last. We've got to take care of everyone else around us. I mean, not everyone is that way, but I know for me, that was my case. And Which is, um, I find that a lot with children that are children or even grandchildren to Holocaust survivors. Yes. We are, and you know, we know the whole 
theory, which is not just a theory, there is a lot of truth to it with the generational trauma Correct. and just suppressing feelings was a way to survive. Sure. Yes. And, and those messages and even subconsciously that method was a lot integrated to many women, children, men, men in general are less expressive sure. usually, but, right. and, and that needs a change. Right which we know that's not healthy, which I learned in my own experience in life that when I would keep things in, keep things in, and then you look, it just, there's a time and place where it just like, you can't, you know? And so now it goes somewhere. It goes somewhere. It gets yeah. stored somewhere. And it's yeah. not healthy physically for you and right. it's healthy mentally. So that's why as a health coach, I figured we need coaches out there to guide, you know, but there's business coaches, all kinds of mentors, what about health and wellness? To like listen to someone and hear what, where they are at in life, where they need you to like hold their hand and to guide you and to have a, basically to listen to you and, you know, be a good listening ear. And we all need that. We want to feel that connection with somebody and we're not alone. So right. this is where my coaching became like a priority for me. And But my first number of clients I had, the first few amazing women, it was about weight loss. And I'm like, only? only, because the first thing a person hears when you listen to like someone talk about health and wellness, they also hear the food part and they get excited. Ooh, right. balanced meals, macro meals, good fat, bad fat, what's good. I mean, we don't, we don't label anything bad because I think it's really bad, but everything in moderation. And really, I, you know, let's be honest, <laughs> we're human. Yes, I agree with that, but is, I don't. I cannot see how I can make sugar into something good. I'm not saying I never eat it. Right, right. But I can't make it into something good. I know it's not good. Right. But I still have it. I'm sometimes. just saying in moderation, you know. Yes, you're right. It's it's okay. You know, the Ramam said, rather have a little bit of unhealthy than overeat unhealthy. That's detrimental to the body. And oh, to the I mind. like that. Yeah. Because portion control. Portion control is, yeah. is very important. Yeah. That is so I never heard that. Thank you yeah. for sharing. That. Uh, yeah. That's one of the books that I, I have a collection of books. I have a library in my house of self-help, to wellness books, everything. I'm fascinated by it. For me, it's a journey which I, I can't get enough of. And my main thing is not only to help myself. I want to help women out there. We need to empower each other. We need to shine our light. So you can shine yours. I can shine mine. But we need to connect. We need Correct. to connect and how many years ago did you start? What are we talking? Because you look so young now, too. Well, thank you. Okay. So, I sh I'm, I'm not going to give away my age, but okay. But I started in general, like going into health and wellness and even fitness. I did personal training at one point. Um, I would say about 12 years ago. That's I started. a long time. Yeah. But actual coaching, more like four years. Four years. Yeah. But it seems like it's something you connect to because you stayed in the same field. Correct. Yes. Otherwise, you would have switched. Correct. 100%. Yeah. So it's something that really speaks to you very deeply. Yeah. And from your experience, from 12 years and four years, if you need to pinpoint, what would you say women struggle the most with? Wow. What do women struggle the most women, with? Women, moms. Yeah. Moms and health and wellness. Um, yeah. I think just accepting ourselves where we're at, like, you know, especially body image, like we're very hard on ourselves. The pressure is 
real and it's detrimental because, you know, we're all unique in our own ways and what works for one might not work for the other. What worked for you now might not work for you in a year or two from now. Correct. And we're all like just, oh, I want to do it. I want to do that plan, that plan. But we're, we're stuck in what everyone is doing. But we're, I find that we lose connection with what works for us and the timing. For some person, one person may nurse their baby and lose weight. Another person is going to nurse and hold on gain to weight. weight. Gain weight. Yeah. Or gain, gain right. weight. Right. Right. And we're just hard on ourselves. And we're also like, there's social media out there and everyone's judging. Look at her. She's had a baby and look at her now. She's like back into her original weight before she got pregnant. And so it's, it's a lot of competition. Also. Right. A lot of competition. And I just, I wish women would be less rushed, like not rush into like, I got to get to my goal weight. I got to be healthy, energized. I got to get enough sleep. And accept yourself. And accept yourself. Yeah, accept Esther, yourself. you nailed it. So I am... Um, like to me, when I'm thinking about what you're saying, so I'm thinking, yeah, healthy weight is very important for health reasons. 100%. But if that comes as a result, because otherwise I feel not worthy, that's where the problem is. Correct. Confident and then right. self-esteem, self-confident, self-worth right. should all be not related to your Correct. body image. Correct. So... We should, I mean, in, in a healthy way, in a perfect world, yes. with yes. no competition exactly. and not all kind of childhood messages and so on and so forth, we should be able to separate those. Correct. That's Correct. really, that's I my dream. I love what you said. And I love that you mentioned self-worth and knowing that no matter what, no matter where you are with your weights or your, your journey on, on your health and wellness, it's, it's a journey and accept where you're at. And baby steps. Be a little more compassionate to yourself, a little more loving. And forgive yourself. And forgive yourself. Yeah. We're human. Forgive. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just thinking of myself. How many times did I promise that from today, really, I... I'm not going to touch <laughs> this food or that food? And then if I was very tired, or I didn't have time to prepare myself something. I did have that slice of sourdough. And I needed to forgive myself and say today was today and tomorrow is another day. Exactly. But just because I had now a slice of sourdough, don't go have another two. Right. Right. Exactly. So, okay, but that takes rewiring your, your talk. But your, it takes your, work. It's work because, you know what, for years you've been hearing, oh, well, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to be this, you got to look this way. And to take that time to say no, I don't. I need to be a calm mother. I need to be a happy mother. And, um, you know, and also when you're eating that second slice of sourdough bread, if you're already going to have it, calm down. Because if you're going to get into fight or flight, like stress mode, you right. won't be able to digest the food. So you're having it. And then it's all going to stick. And then it sticks. <laughs> I know. I right. know. Sometimes you just forget that concept. So we're like, mm, eat so fast. Yeah. So that's also part of taking care of yourself is just like taking the time, plating your food nicely, sit down, look at your food, appreciate it. Eat slow. Eat slow, uh, chew your food. We're so rushed. So we're living such busy lives. And we're like, even if we're, we have time to sit and eat, but we're already on to the next thing. We're like eating half sitting, half standing. We're like grabbing our food. So these little baby steps, just a little more self-respect for yourself. And it's something I'm working on myself right now because I have times where I'm prepping my food and while I'm prepping, I'm already half, half of it is eaten already. 
And I'm like, where's the self-respect for you? You know, you got to respect yourself. That's a enough. good point. Yeah. I like how you connect it to self-respect. It's so true. Yes. Yep. Do you see this also connected to unconditional love? Like the way you are viewed, the way you receive. Not necessarily means that your mom or anyone else was intentionally giving you that message, but that that was your perception for some reason. Not 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 here to blame anyone. Right. But do you see disconnected to unconditional love and so. acceptance? I would say so. Yes, one hundred percent. We are very we are, uh, most humans. We're very hard on ourselves, and a lot of it is from not being loved unconditionally. And we feel like, oh, I'm, look at me, I'm not good enough, I'm not perfect, I'm not, I'm such a failure. We're so hard, all these inner critics that keeps coming up, popping up in our heads, they're, they're terrible. They're like monsters that we need to get rid of. And, we, and bottom line is, we need to give ourselves that unconditional love. But that comes with, like I said, practice. I'm still working on myself, giving myself unconditional love. And, and even if we fall behind, it's okay, it's okay. Pat yourself on the back. You know how far it's you've okay. come. Yeah. You know we're very hard on ourselves, and we need yeah. think we need to be perfect, and we need. It's it doesn't work. There's no such thing as perfection. We're no. human. We don't want to be perfect humans. Exactly. We exactly. If we're perfect, then first our journey is done. Right. I know. I keep hearing that. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And also, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. Exactly. Totally not. But um, going back to this unconditional love, I think that's major. And I think many moms struggle with that. Right. And, and right. The, the need to impress, mm -hmm. which goes back to the inner self-worth. Correct. And, the, and even I find the, the difference between saying like, I need to. To I want to. Oh, that's big. You need. Why do you need? Right. Right. I want. I want to be at my ideal weight. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's really resonating so, with me. Need and want. Correct. That's and powerful. And you know, if you think about it, you can really connect it to so many oh. different things in life. The need and want. Yes. Yes. I need to go on vacation. Do I really need to? I want to. Right. Is it important? Yeah. And if I can't go, so how can I make kind of a vacation when I'm home? How can I right. be at ease? In my how can I yeah. be easier with myself in my environment? Right. So the need is harsh. Yes. Uh, so sorry, going to your field with the health coach, which is so fascinating. How do you find dealing with a mom that has that urgency of need? If it's let's let's stick to the example of weight loss, which is so so important to so many women. True. So how would you channel that to bring it to a healthy balance? All right. So my first question I ask a client is, what is it that you really want? Like we said, it's not a need. What do you want? What do you really desire? Oh, I want to lose that 15 pounds. I don't want to. I'm like, is that really what you want? well, I just want to have more energy. I want to be able to run around and to like, you know, play sports with my kids. I want to be able to go up and down the stairs without huffing and puffing. Um, you know, I want to just feel my best. I want to have good energy. So I'm like, okay, so that, let's shift our perspective on wellness with 
when the, those that want to lose weight to I want to feel myself right. I want to be the best I can be. And even if it takes losing a pound a week or maybe a pound in two weeks, I'm okay with that because we want to learn long-term effect. We want it to be sustainable for life. Right. Right? We don't want a six-week And what comes next. quick goes quick. Uh, there you go. What comes quick goes quick. And even if you're doing that uh, way of life and you fall behind or you get you feel like a, a plateauing, but that's okay because we're always shifting. We're always, you know, things are happening and we have to work with it. That's where a coach will like listen in what's happening in your, in your life currently. You've got a new job. What's happening there? What's, you know, wh where is it that you got stuck? And then try to give you a little guidance to like move forward without just giving up. Because we're human and sometimes it's like too much, it's too, it's too much work. So you, you don't want to make it feel like work. You want to make it feel like it's part of your life, part of living an, an energized life with vitality, excitement for life. So that's my goal for myself and for the women I work with. Which is nice. Yeah. And what is it that you can tell moms that just gave birth, but a week later... They want to fit into their original size. Oh my! Which we find a lot. Wow, um, that's a it's a good question because it's hard because it's coming from probably from maybe the unconditional love. You know, they feel only loved when they will be that size, that size two, four. So it's it's got to come from within where you can sit with yourself and really tell yourself it's not realistic. A mom not, should never. It's not get realistic. back to her weight. Right. A week, two, three later. I want to tell you that after I had my first baby, I was not realistic with myself at all, knowing that I have to take care of this little tiny thing that needs me to be, to be well-fed and get enough sleep. But I was not eating enough. I was busy taking care of a bunch of things and not even resting when they say, baby, rest, mommy, rest. Right. No, I had no one to tell me that, really. I am, Yeah, my mother was nice enough to say, take care of yourself. But that was that. I'm like, what does that mean, take care of yourself? I never took care of myself. I was always the one that How was... How old were you? So I had my first probably 21, 22. You're a young mom. Yeah, young mom. And just first take time... care of yourself is not is not detailed enough. No. It's for young women to understand Clueless. what that means. Clueless. Because I'm young, I'm energized. I was very energized. And even when I had my baby, like I like sort of like just got on to like life with as if I did not have a baby. It was just like me doing everything like I did before I even had my baby. It's just a little addition to the family. Exactly. Right and then that's needy no. of you 24 seven. Right. And I, w <laughs> I would tell moms now like that I went and I have that experience of what, how I felt at my first. When they tell you to take care of yourself, even though you feel okay, you think you feel okay, rest. So the Baba Drebba would say for our moms, to please get extra cleaning help. I don't care, sell your sell your china closet. Do whatever it takes so mommy feels good. You know, we think we're like martyrs. Out. We feel like we could do everything. We feel like we're super women. We wanna show the world that we can do it all. We're okay. You know what, after a little while, you don't feel so okay. You don't wanna wait till that happens. You wanna be- Absolutely. Yeah, I live, um, in the same house as the Chister Rebbe, Shalom just passed away a week ago. And he was very into, like, Erev Pesach, mothers need to be calm so there could be a calm atmosphere going into the holiday peacefully and no stressing and no yelling. All you have to do, mothers, when it comes to chametz, sweep your house, sweep up the floors. I'm giving everyone a heter here. 
Sweep your floors. Permission. If you permission. So just sweep up. That's enough. Just throw out your chametz. That's it. So you could be at peace and calm and go in with energy and not like a ragdoll, you know, just ragged. Be there for you. Be a happy mother. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God bless these... us all moms. But yeah, when it we comes to best. holidays. Yes. And what about all the kids must match. Right. They must look the same. How does that affect the well-being right. of a mom? That stress and that pressure. It's very cute. It's beautiful. I'm not going to take that yeah. away. But, but it can come with know, a price but, sometimes. So you but to, what's yeah. the price that you may have to pay? Is that price worth? And to me, that goes back to the same self-worth, mm. to the same self-confidence. Like, what is someone else going to think about me? So it's all really, they so interconnect between you wait to the way you think, to the way your household runs, to the way you sure. messages you tell yourself. They're, to me, it's all one. Tell me if you agree with yes, that. Yes, I do I, agree. I like how you connected it all together. Yes. Because to me, it is connected. What is it that you could or want to share with our audience about your own personal journey of motherhood? And how and if and how that played a role. All right. So first, I want to say that amazing that we have an organization like Sparks. Because when I had my first baby, I mean, I don't think there's any organizations out there to help women postpartum. If they have any questions, they feel like they're alone, they want to talk to someone, there was nothing out there. And when I had my second, I remember like, you know, with every baby, I felt stronger and I had more experience. And I remember I had a question about something. Like, I felt like a very low energy at one point. And I'm like, what does this mean? Like, who do I ask? I have no idea. And then I got my answers through an outside source, like a magazine that I opened up. And there was just, like, an article about that that I was, like, I had a question about. And I'm like, wow, why do we have to wait to, like, you know, see it on a magazine or information on social media? Like, I have this good friend of mine that told me that she had her baby and she had issues that came up and that she had cl no clue what, what, what's going on with her. And she had to, like, find the answers on TikTok. Really? Imagine that. Yes. Whoa. Social media. It gave her a lot of answers and she didn't feel alone anymore. She's like, oh, I'm not the only one. And, like, it's just so interesting that... <laughs> but now that there is an organization that can help it's like, okay, I'm not alone. I can connect with other women and they understand me. I'm not alone in this. So it's amazing. And it's always better to be safe than sorry. Right. Even if it's only a question. Even if it's only a question. Yeah. Questions can be answered. You don't have to hold it within yourself and, you know, make up your own answers in your head. So how was motherhood for you after the second child? You said it shifted with every child. So right. how was it after the second? So the, the two I had pretty close two years apart which yeah. um it was a lot for me because like I told I we were schmoozing when we when I got here that for me when I did not know how to take care of myself it was my needs put aside I used to love to go to exercise classes before I got married but that was out the door um like going out let's say with family like an outing and just to socialize and I was like there's no time for nothing it's all about the kids my spouse and that's it. I was out of the equation until I would say like a good, almost a year in after having my second, I was, I had burnout, major burnout. Literally, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I was like, 
what's with me? What's with me? And I knew it's a, a message. A little panicky. A little panicky, like, like short in breath. I'm like, this is this this is a message because like now I know as a health coach I know everything is a, is a message. Like if your body the body tells you there's signs that something is off. There's an imbalance. So I'm like, what's going on? And but you're you're smart and deep to think that even back then there is a message. I, I didn't really know it, it then, Esther. You. Not fully know it then. I didn't. I knew that there's something, but I didn't know until I went to a kinesiologist, and she told me that you you're not filling your cup, mommy. You know, she gave me a bunch of vitamins to take, and she's like, you like no one told you like you need to like take care of yourself. You can't put yourself last. And I'm like, no. I mean. I, I was fine. I was fine till I felt not good. But if I would have taken care of myself from when I had you my baby. You probably were operating a lot from adrenaline. Of course. Of course. And I'm like, and I now that I think back, even the first few months, I was so like, I needed more sleep, but I was just pushing myself and pushing myself to do, to do. Oh my, it's like coming back to me now. And that was my wake-up call. But even with a wake-up call, we still fall back. Yes, of course. And we need a reminder again and again. And hopefully... So we, that kinesiologist was the messenger was to Was the you. messenger. Like, wake up. Go back to working out. You like to dance? I thought I, said I like to dance. Go dancing. Go to dance classes. Go. You know, there's a Y next to my house. Go. Shalama Sports, the amazing dancer teaching. Go, teacher. Go. And I started filling my cup. And I felt like a new person. Like I was reborn again. And I had more energy for the kindleach. That's a good message to moms. Yeah. Yeah. Tea time is me time. And to everyone, tea time means something else. Exactly. That's why I said get to know what works for you. What um, what lights you? What makes you feel good about yourself and brings you back to yourself? Don't forget about yourself. You're worth it. You're worthy of filling your cup. So it's not selfish. Not not being selfish. Oh, that's very, that's a lot mistaken. I hear it so many times from moms. Even in when... I mean, in your experience, it doesn't sound like anything dramatic happened. It was more like forgetting that you exist. But I hear this in, in different situations where it already hits postpartum depression and anxiety, like in a, in a, long, in a more long-lasting way, and it needs more attention and care. So I think where it comes from is from methods that we have been taught, explained, or even we picked it up in our upbringing. Now, as children, I understand that because a child is like a sponge. They take in everything they hear, they experience, they watch in their environment, in their upbringing, if it's at home, if it's sure. in school, friends. But as adults, I think a big deal is to understand what works for me and what does no longer work for me. Right. And differentiate those. And disconnect from something that does not work that. for me. I love that. What doesn't serve us, disconnect. It doesn't serve. It doesn't serve me anymore. And I understand. I can be taught one way for 20 years. Yes. But now I understand that that does not serve me right Correct. anymore. Correct. So I think if we can just change that, which is a lot of work. Oh, it's a lot easier said sure. than done. But if we can change that, if you talk about needs about self-confident about self-worth about messages health understanding yourself 
not feeling selfish. Everything basically we discussed today can fall into place. It's yes. just a lot of work. I love that. And it's, it's a so journey. It's so true. It's a journey beyond. I love that even you mentioned needs because a lot of us don't use our authentic voice to voice our needs because it's okay. I'll take care of myself. But needs have to be met. And oh, we're, a lot of us are stuck in that. I know even for myself, I was talking to you about it earlier, about I have a voice out there. I talk a lot, and um, but I find like a lot of things, though, I keep to myself because I'm okay. I'll take care of myself. I'm a big girl, but that's something I'm working on, that it's okay. I'm human. I'm allowed to voice my needs, and it's okay. And your wants. And my wants. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we need the wants and needs. And or my, yeah, my wants, too. Yeah, the wants. Yeah. I love that, Esther. It doesn't have to be <laughs> need in right. order for it to be fulfilled. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we all have needs. We're human. Right. Yeah, we need shelter. 100%. We need love. We need food. Yes. Yeah, those are basic needs right. we have. We need it for But wellness. it's okay yeah. to voice our wants. Right. And it's fine. And it's fine. Yes. Not just that it's fine. It's, ne it's, it's needed. It's needed. <laughs> Woo! This is getting let's, good. Because it is needed. Let's get the need in here. I love it. And for this, listen, for health and wellness, you got to take this into consideration big time. Okay? Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell you now because I see it with the people I work with. And... That's why health and wellness is such a vast topic. There's so much to it, but everything connects. And if you want a strong foundation, the core, it's a lot of different aspects that need to be looked at. You can just, you know, say, I'm just focus on one thing. I'll just focus on uh, eating healthy and uh, take my supplements. I'm good to go. It doesn't work that way because something is going to fall behind. So it's a journey. So I tell people it's okay. Wherever you're at, you're doing amazing. Keep growing in this in this journey. It's all good, but no rush. No rush. No rush. No rush. Yeah, that's a good message. So, Suri, I'm going to give you the last word. How would you want the audience? What is the last word to the audience before we leave the studio? <sighs> okay. So, what's coming up for me, and for all my sisters out there that I talk to, and I I, I talk to a lot of people out there, and we're all so alike in so many ways, you know? And you could see people walking down the streets and they look like they have it all put together. They're all, they have life figured out. No one has life figured out, okay? Don't think that, oh my gosh, I got to figure this out quickly because look at everyone else. They just seem like they, they're smooth sailing. No one is smooth sailing, okay? So don't put that in your I head because that is so heavy to carry, okay? We're all... We all have our struggles and our strengths. That's why we need to all accept each other's and love each other's more and stop judging others and stop judging yourself because we're all on a journey and we might as well lift yeah. each other's up and be there for each other's Very good and more message. compassion and love. And that's my message for I, I everyone. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Good luck to you, Suri. Thank you, Esther. And to your clients. And I hope they reach out to you. As because you are really amazing at what you do. Thank you. Speaking to you today, speaking to you in the past. It was a real and, pleasure speaking to you, Esther. And uh, wishing an easy and good journey to all moms out there. Amen. 